is Minute 19 of As If, the podcast about Clueless, where we talk about Clueless minute by minute. I am Dan Costa, your host. With me today is Lan. Hi, hi. And Jesse. Hello. This episode begins with Cher and Dion speaking to Miss Geist. Um, and when we left off, uh, they were taking off her glasses, telling her she had beautiful eyes, and they tell her, uh, don't hide them. And these clips are so cute, speaking about in her hair. And it ends with Dion and Cher um, saying, oh, old people can be so sweet. Oh, like, <laughs> oh my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're about to get Jesse really angry. His, <laughs> his personal space issues are going to come into play here. Oh, no. No, uh, it's not personal space issues. I have, like, zero personal space issues. It's, I don't, it's so <laughs> condescending. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little – yeah, definitely. Well, you, um, they, they might have done well and just pat her on the head and be like, oh, yeah, you good girl. Yeah. See, here's the thing, um, though, about – like I think about this movie and these characters. Like normally I would be I would be with Jesse and I'd be like, oh, the hell with these condescending, horrible people. But like if you – if you know, watching the whole thing, you, you know that they're all doing this uh, out of – a well, Cher, for the most part, is doing this, you know – because she, she wants to, and, and she's not, like, malicious in any way about it. Like, she honestly wants to do this, and she wants to help, whether it's, you know, getting her ahead or not. Yeah. Uh, she still wants to help and wants to do these things. Sure. So it's like, like you want to be better, but I'm like, I, I can't, because she's honestly trying. She really wants right. to help. But with Sharon Dion basically steamroll Miss Geist into what I call a turbo makeover. And without her knowledge, and it, it's pretty ingenious how it's done. And um, they take off her glasses and um, they kind of tussle her hair about. And what is the necktie thing she's wearing? Is there a name for that? Is that a a neckerchief? It's not really an ascot. (laughs) I'm going to go with neckerchief. It's kind of like a a Fred from Scooby-Doo sort of look. And and they turn it to the side and it's got like a nice, like a, you know, like a French, right? Doesn't that look more like a... um, what you might see like a, a French lady wear, um, <laughs> <laughs> like your <laughs> Jack, draw me like your French ladies. Um, <laughs> so uh, I felt like it was kind of ingenious the way that they did this scene where they, the girls, it's, it's like a whirlwind. It's like the Tasmanian devil is like surrounding the good teacher. And then, you know, she's, it's not like um, she's a supermodel, but she, you know, she does look, I don't want to say better, but a little bit more um, fashionable once they're done. Like the, the way that it is shot and everything, like how they basically like, it, it's basically like a turn and like she's yeah. basically a different person. Not a different person, but she's a slightly differently dressed. <laughs> yeah. It's well shot. Like, yeah. I think it's a well-shot, well-executed, well-acted moment. I just can't get over the point, the fact that they basically was just like, oh, you're so old and cute. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be pretty for the other old person. Or what they say next when they leave. As she leaves, Dion says she's not a total Betty, but a vast improvement. Oh, my so, God. Mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> Jesse, when you hear that, how does it make you feel? It makes me it it feels like they're it feels like they're trying to be positive, but they're actually just bullying. That's pretty much it, yeah. Have you ever heard anybody in the wild say uh, refer to someone as a Betty? Or is this strictly a 
TV th- TV movie thing. This is um th- that's definitely a term that I've only heard within this movie. I don't that's yeah. not one that ever really took off. Is it reflecting like who are they referring to? Is it like a Betty and Veronica thing? There like an Archie? I don't know. Thing? That's what I was wondering. Like Betty, Betty Page or or what? Somebody on so- line said Betty Grable, and uh, then somebody on line said Betty Rubble because they also <laughs> refer to Barney's too. Oh, that's right. That's right. And okay, so they're done with her, and um, still. Um, uh, Miss Geist is really not interested in their little uh, makeover. She still um, has what the what, what was it again? The, the she, environmental fair. Pretty important for the nineties, considering what happened fifteen years later. She would have been one of these people telling us, "I told you about this years ago." <laughs> Nobody wanted to listen to me and Al Gore. So they they then say they have to book it to PE. So uh, Dee doesn't want to go, but Cher tries to pursue, uh, persuade her because uh, Cher says she feels like a heifer. She had two bowls of Special K, three pieces of, ba- of turkey bacon, a handful of popcorn, five peanut butter M&Ms, and like three pieces of licorice. Which, that uh, just sounds like she's a growing teenager and needs all right. the food. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Maybe that depends on what time of the day. I suppose it is. If it's still early in the morning, that's kind of a lot. But you're right, growing teenager. At least it's special K, not like cocoa pebbles. You know. (laughs) Well, she's too fancy to be eating any of that plebeian food. Yes, right. Cocoa pebbles. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) I love me a bowl of cocoa pebbles. Don't get me started. Um, What What I thought about this today, at least, uh, if this if Clueless was made today. Um, she would be referencing this on her uh, app, on her like um, one of a fitness oh, app, like a Fitbit you, app or something. Yeah, Fitbit, yeah. yeah that, <laughs> I'm actually I'm not I'm not one of these people who's against remakes. I think that it's like a cover song. Sometimes if it's the right artist, I want to hear it. You know, so um, if they did it with interesting actors, you know, it might you know Clueless doesn't hold that much of my heart that I would be that upset. But uh, Ella Fanning would probably be pretty good as a, like a as a Claire. Share a share 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 Claire. Did yeah. I say Claire? Oh, whatever. You, you did. Yeah, it's alright. Okay, maybe I was. I I don't know. So the girls see their their matchmaking subjects, Mr. Hall and Miss Geist sitting. And um, share remarks on their body language. Legs crossed towards each other. That's an unequivocal sex invite. And um, she, uh, Dion says to share, he's getting her digits. And um, look at Geist. She is so cute. So uh, digits, oh. actually, that's not something we, you know, we I didn't hear until probably years later being used, like, in the wild. But that's something you still hear people say today. I thought that, too, when I watched this scene. I, I was like, oh, wow, I can't think of any other time, like, before this when someone said that. Uh, I will have to say that this uh, scene was, like, it's probably, I think, one of the, the, my second favorite shot out of the whole minute, all the minutes we did. Because, like, it just had that, like, nice, like nice like romantic setting with like the trees and just the light and where like they're like in the darkness and there's just brightness like around them and like the perfectly set bench right in the middle it was like it was like a little stage show just for them but (laughs) that being said i found it really creepy that these like little teenagers will was like spying on grown adults being like (laughs) yeah they're totally gonna (laughs) 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 Um, 
Like, they're watching from the bushes, too. Like, it's a real peeking Tom situation. We can tell that Cher has probably had her Psychology 101 by you saying how they're sitting is an unequivocal sex sign. Uh, speaking of body language, I had, um, I work, um, um, I work in retail. I'm a retail manager, and I used to be um, on the sales floor, and there's a, there was this problem customer who um, probably came in and and spent would spend like half an hour or an hour of my time and and it, she would keep doing it repeatedly and not buying anything and we were commission only so we weren't you know that would be time i wasn't making any money and i i'm one of those people who are patient and i try to work with people and um <laughs> she called she came in one day and I my body must have reacted because she saw she saw me and she said you know I could read body language and I could tell the second you saw me that you were unhappy to see me <laughs> and it was so hard for me to backtrack because I really did not want to work with this person at all and but she 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 nailed me on it so you know I guess uh how do you respond to that when I, someone says that? You just go, uh, "Yep, correct." I said, uh, "I said, oh no, I said, oh no, you know, try to change the subject." <laughs> <laughs> I've been sick, <laughs> um, but Cher can intuit the body language. She knows when these two old people are gonna get down and dirty. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> by her own uh, um, her own matchmaking skills, and she says Jesse's favorite line in the movie. <laughs> oh, 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 old people can be so sweet. Like it's not like it's not like people like metamorphosize into something different when they get older. They just get yeah. slightly saggier. That's it. Like, well, when you're 16 and you're looking at people who are 30 years older than you or 20 years older than you, yeah, pretty much old people are adorable. It's like a different species. Like I, until I worked, like um, outside, you know, my first job working with adults. And you realize, oh, they're just older. They're not different, <laughs> you know? To be fair, like, adults barely know more than children. They just have more experience. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, right. That's the only difference. We're just right. bigger versions of kids. That's all we are. Absolutely. And... This is going to be a tough one because I don't know how I would answer this. But have you seen, Liam, we'll start with you. Have you mm -hmm. seen... Um, other alicia silverstone films uh i've had the pleasure of seeing batman and robin oh yes that's <laughs> <laughs> it is a distinct pleasure how could someone be so winning in this movie and well i guess it's just how you that can. goes the same for everybody in batman and robin yeah everybody in right. batman and you're robin right man she does not bring anything to the movie whatsoever <laughs> Uh, uh, they, they treated her the the press you know surprise surprise treated her really really before that movie too saying fat girl um and uh about how she was fitting in the costume so um, it's a big surprise they were treating God. the woman of the cast unfairly uh and uh, did the aerosmith videos count back from back in the day do you remember those you know that that's how I first uh, saw her. The, obviously, like most people, those yeah. videos were a big deal, and those were big hits for the boys from Boston. 
I pretty yeah, much yeah. just watched nothing but MTV from the time I was born until about 1996, so yes. I'm very familiar yep. with those. <laughs> and um, then you're like, they canceled the state, I'm out of here. Pretty much, yep. <laughs> That's a good decision. I, I back <laughs> that decision wholeheartedly. Uh, Jesse, how about you? Did Have you seen any other... Alicia Silverstone opuses. I had to look her up on IMDb to make sure. And yes, I watched uh, Blast from the Past when I was uh, younger. I don't really. Oh, remember. that was yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, but apparently, sorry, just to bring this up, uh, she is. Uh, there's three movies that's in post-production right now uh, that she's in. One called Catfight, which I'm sure is going to be a wonderful <laughs> cinematic uh, treatise on feminism. Um, yeah. uh, Jeff and some aliens, which is a TV yeah. movie and something called who gets the dog. Mm. I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. None of these as her agent, I, I would say, you know, uh, let's look elsewhere, but, uh, I'm holding out hope after watching this movie. I really hope that she gets one of these Tarantino treatments and, uh, oh, somebody I'm... finds a good movie for her. Yeah, I'm hoping she does too. Cause, uh, she was, yeah. um, have you guys ever watched the series Suburgatory? No. She's she was in like it was a ABC Family movie that I remember, like my aunt really liking. She was in four episodes of that, uh, and she was also in one episode of Children's Hospital, which I'm pretty sure she did. Really? Yeah. Oh, she was that's in four episodes. It was in 2011, though, so I mean, there was a little bit between. Children's Hospital's been on for a long time. It's finally yeah. finally ending. All right. Well. um... Do you guys have any other uh, things to say about this minute that we watched today? The lead up to our uh, to our montage minute. Uh, so, Lan, let's talk about you. Do you have anything you have to plug? Pretty much the same as last time. Go back, go listen to A Talking Cast and A Cast Next Door, and uh, that's about it. <laughs> How about you, Jesse? Yeah, uh, I do a podcast called Turn to Page. Uh, it is a podcast where I read a Choose Your Own Adventure book with a couple of friends, and we... Uh, talk about it you know goof on it review it uh there's a there's a lot of episodes out right now so if you want to try it out i would probably start with uh, war with the evil power master series of episodes because i feel like they're pretty good so uh, yeah also awesome. i don't have a personal twitter but i do have a twitter for my podcast which is turn to page pod awesome um, I, I also did some guesting on, uh, cast next door and I do have, um, a podcast in the works that I'll be, uh, hopefully rolling out in the next couple of weeks. Um, but you can follow me on Twitter at uncle underscore Batman or talk to me on Facebook at the Flophouse group. And I, um, I will do podcasts. <laughs> Just uh, I I have no life and I love podcasts. So if you need podcast guests, please. <laughs> um, and thank you very much, Lan and Jesse. It's been a pleasure talking to you about this minute. And uh, we will talk tomorrow on minute twenty of As If. And uh, thank you guys for listening. So everyone, have a good night. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of As If, the podcast all about Clueless. It is produced and edited by Darren Husted. 
executive produced and hosted by Dan Costa, with my guests, Lan and Jesse Cooper. Follow us on Facebook at As If The Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at As If underscore podcast. And follow us on Instagram at As If Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Shout Engine, or the podcasting app of your choice. Please rate and review if you enjoy. Clueless is owned by Paramount Pictures. No infringement is intended. All rights reserved. Copyright 2016.